Well, there they are, just sitting there waiting for you. Are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? <sighs> Decisions. Making your peace with it. Coming up on this episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal podcast. Welcome back, friend, to the Gratitude Journal podcast on this, a Saturday morning, a chilly one too, but we're almost at the tail end of the dark months, you know, January and February, at least here in Northeast Ohio. People have already taken down their holiday lights, were sort of uh, enveloped in this blanket of darkness because it doesn't seem like the sun ever shines. When it does shine, it's obscured by clouds and the days are short. You know the story. I've waxed philosophic about it before, but I feel like there's a glimmer of light amongst the darkness. Donna and I actually took our first walk through the neighborhood the other night, and I said, do you realize right now it's 10 after 6 and I can still see your face? This is amazing. I mean, the days are kind of lengthening out, and here in another couple of weeks, when the clocks get moved again, we'll have even more light. So there is light on the horizon. Matthew here. And uh, this is the podcast where I try and sometimes struggle and sometimes I'm not very successful and sometimes I feel like I am successful in finding ways to find the gratitude. And I will be honest with you, as I have over the past, say, three to four months, I guess, it seems like it's just been tougher and tougher you know, to find those everyday little momentary glimpses of gratitude. And therein lies the challenge. And I know that. And sometimes I say to myself, oh, F you, you know what? Just let it go today. But I feel like it's not a good idea to eliminate the need for me to dig deep to find little momentary glimpses of gratitude. You're probably saying to yourself, oh, that all that's really nice, but where's the video? You promised video. I know, I know. I claim an overactive and overzealous creative department at work who has, I think, utilized, you know, my services and my, I guess it's a skill set way more so far this year than I really thought possible. Uh, I usually get a Friday text from my friend Ron saying, hey, it's Friday. What are you going to do? And then like after I finish this podcast episode, I'm going back to work. I just have had a lot of flow over stuff, you know, things that I've had to do for, you know, both the school system that I work for and the business that I continue to run and operate. So it's been busy. And so I'm staring at it right now. I have the open door. I'm staring across the basement layer. There lies my set and the cameras. Uh, one is charged up, one isn't. And they're, they're kind of ready to go. It's just, it's a time thing. So maybe I should have just filmed this today just to, you know, get it. I should have done that. I should have set up in front of the cameras. Uh, but I don't look very good, but I never look very good. So I guess in the end, it doesn't really matter. There 
There has been a certain amount of, uh, I'll call it gunk, for want of a better word. It's this kind of overall feeling where I don't feel uh, particularly in a good mood. I don't feel like I'm really walking in, especially to work, you know, with a smile on my face. And I just have felt kind of gunky lately. Like I kind of sneak in and I sort of go back to my little cubbyhole space. Usually I don't close the door, but I've found myself closing the door more so as not to be disturbed. And I think it's not just because I'm doing work, but it's just because I just, I'm sure you've all felt this way where you just really don't want to integrate with people. Like you just wish everybody would just leave you alone. And I know that there's something deeper kind of going on there. And I know that it has to do with feelings of being unappreciated, you know, both at home and especially at work. And I kind of like don't really know what to do about it. Um, So I've been kind of chatting with someone again just to try to sort some of these things out. And I think that's a good thing. But there is a kind of a depression and an overall angst that has sort of enveloped me over the course of this uh, first portion of 2024. And other than not trying to be able to totally put my finger on it, that's kind of where I'm going. That's kind of where my thought patterns lead me. And this does get in the way of gratitude and feeling grateful. And one of the things that I told myself I was going to do, I know a lot of people do this, but I feel like I've just, you know, put on a couple of extra pounds and and due primarily to the fact that I really feel like I'm sort of addicted to sugar. Like I really like it. And <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but even if I just have like one little piece of something, it probably like is enough to tide me over. And one of the things that I've been really, I guess, dependent on is these cookies that Donna makes for me. Now, I know that sounds uh, dumb, but I feel like she gets a lot of joy out of this. And as you know, from listening to this podcast, you know, on this journey that we've been on and, you know, I don't think I'm sharing anything that's untrue or sharing anything that she wouldn't want me to share. You know, the journey into Alzheimer's and dementia is, you know, it's troubling. It's, um, it's, it's a very slow, uh, methodical journey that causes everybody involved to question where they're at and especially her because she's the central figure, you know, in this play. And so she will say to me, you know, did I do this? Did I remember to do that? I, I can't believe that I didn't think to do that. And so these things, you know, bother her and they bother me. And so I feel like there are limited opportunities for her to be able to express herself. And I think that that's what this disease does. Now, that's just my opinion and my impression of it. But one of the things that I have come to rely on and that I'm grateful for are these cookies that she makes. And I feel like 
it's kind of like a two-edged sword because on one hand, I'm really trying to like limit, you know, my involvement with like putting sugar in the arena as a choice um, and trying to limit myself to maybe like one day. And my day lately, at least this is what I'm telling myself, is Saturday. And I think I was telling uh, her uh, sister, Hannah, that uh, I love Pringles. And so one of my downfalls when we go on our errands on the weekend, especially going down to see my parents, is I stop at one of these wacky convenience stores and run in and I get her like some M&Ms or something. And then I get myself like this little can of Pringles. And so uh, Hannah was really sweet because she, for Christmas, sent me like this case of these little Pringles cans which I've been sort of rationing out. And so I've kind of labeled Saturday as my day. But what I've discovered, though, is that I've been like moving kind of like beyond Saturday. And I feel like I need to kind of rein it in. Well, last night I was feeling particularly uh, the after effects of a long week, knowing that I still had to do some overflow work. And I really kind of wanted one of these cookies. Well, I walked upstairs and yeah, there was kind of like a lingering essence of baking having gone on, but I didn't really recognize it. And so Donna was kind of standing there, kind of waiting for me to kind of look over at the table because she had the trays out. And so when I see the cookies, I always go, cookies, you know, that kind of thing, because it makes her laugh. And I didn't see it. And she's like pointing at the table. Well, there it was. So I know it was Friday. I haven't yet reached Saturday. It really wasn't my day, you know, to splurge. Uh, sweet wise or snack wise but I did and for that reason I don't care I'm grateful for these cookies is it possible to make our peace with these things I, I don't I don't know I just feel like I I really expend a lot of mental energy trying to make my peace with these things now when I was younger, I would hear older people say, oh, give in, you're, you're old, I'm done doing that. I have limited time on the planet. I'm going to enjoy my life. And so there's the two-edged sword because I feel a little more of that lately. But yet on the other hand, I feel like, well, as I advance in age, I want to try to maximize the remaining years I have on the planet and that I should do everything in my power you know, to save the bit of, you know, health that I do have. And I need to avoid, you know, this sugar. But these cookies are just like symbolic of trying to make my peace with this because I want her to bake these cookies. Like she still is into it. And, you know, most of the time they turn out great. Now, there was one instance I don't know that I really shared this with her and I know she listens to this podcast, but I think like one time she actually like forgot to put the sugar in. And so I kind of bit into them and I t definitely tasted peanut butter and she tastes these little, little chocolate drops and she puts them in. And so I definitely tasted the little chocolate drops, but there was something missing. You know, it tasted kind of flat, uh, kind of extra peanut buttery. 
And as I was munching, I thought, oh, well, these are really good. And I thought to myself, you know, is there sugar in these cookies? And they were good. I've, you know, I, I worked my way through them, no problem. But uh, other than that instance, I mean, they're perfect. And she does this extra little thing for me, which I'm grateful for. And so if, you know, your loved ones do these extra little things, you should be grateful for them and tell them about it. And I always do. She kind of like burns them a little bit, like leaves them in. So, and she gets very proud of herself when she like lifts one up like she did yesterday and said, look, I even like charred it like a little on the bottom, like you like it. So, I mean, how can you not love that? How can you not be grateful for that? So it's perfect. So as I'm eating this cookie and I try to, I know I have to make my peace with this. I'm trying to like have a cookie in the afternoon. Usually I take it to work because I come back home from work because I work close to where I live, kind of check on her, see how she's doing. And I take some lunch back with me so I can work. And then in a little container, these little, I guess we're one of a better word, Tupperware containers that we bought in an Ikea in Pittsburgh. I'll put a cookie in so that I can save it later because I usually have a cup of coffee in the afternoon. Sometimes, I'm being honest with you, I kind of break another cookie up in half and kind of put it in the container so I have a cookie and a half. I know I shouldn't do that, but it just, it kind of gets me through the day. What I've also been doing sometimes lately, I know, don't hate me, is like after I've had a beverage in the evening and I'm kind of like cleaning up the kitchen and before I go in to brush my teeth, you know, I kind of look at that container and I kind of been sneaking a small cookie. I know that's bad, right? So I need to work on that and I haven't been very good at it, but I've been blaming on the fact that I've been sort of depressed, you know, and just kind of underappreciated. I'm going to have this cookie, damn it. And um, I know that I need to work on this, but Again, it's kind of an odd thing because on one hand, you know, Donna will kind of monitor the cookies and she'll say, how are you doing on your cookies? And I'll look in the container and go, I'm good. I'm probably good for another week in my head thinking, doing the math. Yeah. If you only have one, you know, a day, but if not, you know, today it's Sunday, it might be Tuesday. She might have to bake again. And so sometimes I'll see her look at the container and then as she's looking at the container, she's taking the materials out and she's sort of stacking them on the counter next to the container, knowing that pretty soon it's going to be cookie time and uh, she better get busy. Now, on Saturday, when I'm being very, very bad one of the things we have been doing for quite some time is after we visit my parents, we tend to go to a coffee place and I have a cup of coffee and Donna will have uh, lately it's been a chai tea latte. She doesn't like coffee. She loves the smell of coffee, especially when I roast coffee, but coffee in and of itself, never, she would never, in the whatever three decades plus that we've been together, I've never seen her put a cup of coffee to her lips. I've seen her put a beer to her lips like one time. And that was just because I thought, Hey, she might like this beer because it's been my overall quest to try to find a beer that she will like. And that's just not going to happen. But we've been going 
to these coffee places. And one of the things I'm really grateful for is when somebody, I think I referenced this on a past podcast, was somebody makes me a pour over coffee. Now to do a pour over coffee, it takes time and it takes effort. And like an employee has to like set out everything to make a pour over. If you're not a coffee person, normally a lot of coffee places will have coffee already made, like in a carafe. And you say, I want a dark roast, a medium with room for cream. And they go over and they, you know, pour it off the, in the carafe. And most of the time it's pretty hot. Sometimes it's not really all that hot and it's just all pre-made. But when I look up on those boards, after I make sure that they can make her a chai tea latte, I decide whether or not they can make me a pour over. I mean, to me, a French press or a pour over coffee is the best because it takes time and it takes, you know, extra effort for the water to kind of mesh with the beans. And, you know, there's good coffee to water ratio and it turns out to be a good cup of coffee. And so when you say to an employee, yeah, can I get a pour over of the whatever the dark roast you have today, the Venezuelan, whatever? You know that you're taking that employee like out of the regular work routine so that they can spend time making your coffee. And while I'm waiting sometimes for the pour over to get finished, because really a pour over should take a little about five minutes or maybe even a little more because it takes time to you know, take the water and sort of pour it over the grounds and allow the water to soak into the grounds and to drip into the canister below and then to do it again around in a circle slowly, methodically. This takes time. And for somebody to take time out of their workday to do that for me, I'm very grateful for that. And what can I say? It just tastes better. That's that's my take on it. And so I tend to tip them because, you know, they took time out to do it. And I try to tell them if I remember to do it, thank you for taking the time out of your day, you know, to make to like to make this coffee for me, you know, the this person you don't even know. I know I paid for it, but I mean, really, that was a lot of extra work. So what I've been enjoying lately is us sharing, I know, a sweet. Isn't it horrible? I, I just, sugar in me, I don't know what it is lately. And it just tastes so good, like to have a, like a blueberry muffin or like a scone and we split it and like it goes with this coffee that's just been well-made. There's a place up the street, shout out to Crimson Cup in Talmadge. And the great thing about Crimson Cup is, you know, they kind of know us because we go in there, you know, a good deal. I mean, we go to a number of coffee places, but we go in there a good deal. And like, instead of putting our cup in paper cups, they put them in like mugs. And then like this, this guy named Ethan, he like, he knows what I like and he makes the, you know, the pour over and then he knows the right amount of cream to put in. I know coffee purists will are like pounding on their keyboards or in their headsets or their earbuds right now going, what? You put cream in coffee? And then he'll say, uh, are you doing a scone today? And I'll go, yeah, I think we're going to split a scone. Do you want that warmed up? Oh man, it's the ultimate. Come on. A pour over you know, deftly made by someone who cares the proper amount of cream and a warmed up scone. 
Oh, man, you're talking about living. Uh, that is the best. Depression and a little bit of anger and regret, it all sucks. It's all a big pile of gunk. It makes you eat extra scones. It probably makes you have an extra beer. I mean, for some, it makes them have a lot of extra drinks. Uh, I'm not happy about it. I'm trying to deal with it. Um, and I'm trying to make my peace with this gunk thing that I'm feeling. I don't quite understand it. I'm hoping that this person can help me navigate a little better through it and to try to come to, you know, a better understanding of it. But I've noticed that it's kind of seeping into other things. And already people are talking about all the things they're going to be doing, you know, this summer. And I don't care. You know, people are talking about all the shows that are coming out and the people that are on the road doing concerts. I don't know. Part of me doesn't care. It, it, you know, it's it's seeping in to a lot of other things. And the one thing that's seeping in is baseball. And, you know, usually at this time of the year, I'm locked into, you know, spring training and who the Guardians drafted and and who's on tap to make the starting rotation. And I'm trading, you know, texts back and forth with other people. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's already you know, this gunky thing that I'm feeling is kind of seeping into that. And I, I need to make my peace with that too. And I hope that it can happen at some point this year. I, I felt tremors of this towards the end of last year. And I would blame it on the fact that, oh, the guardians have no money to spend and, and there's no salary cap in baseball. And here's three or four teams that are spending, you know, 200 million plus on their payroll. I hope they lose every single game. I'm not rooting for any of these teams. In fact, you know what? I'm not even watching the world series and I don't think I watched the world series. And after the world series was, series was over and baseball was over, I felt kind of bad. Like, well, you you allowed that to get in, you know, on all these other things. And I feel like that's happening again, and I need to work my way through it. So making peace with things is tough. And I'm hoping that by trying to find little glimmers of gratitude and gratefulness and thankfulness through other things, that maybe I'll work my way, you know, through the gunk of it all. And so the cookies help. And I'm really grateful that, that Donna like manages to create these little works of art for my tummy and that she gets, you know, satisfaction and derives so much joy out of it. And certainly I derive so much joy out of eating it. In fact, after breakfast, I kind of stared at that canister and I walked away from it thinking, you know, if there's a small one in there, I might have it. But then I kind of walked away from it. But I'll know that later on I can have my last little can of Pringles. Thank you, Hannah, uh, on our drive down to my parents, because it is Saturday. This is my day where I give in. Right. And I guess for that, I'll have to make my peace with that, too, as I watch my waistline expand a little more and uh, try to make my peace by trying to find gratitude in small things. <sighs> it's an ongoing journey. Huh? The drama continues. Hopefully you're making peace with whatever your 
whatever you feel like you need to make peace with, isn't it tough? I mean, it's, I don't know, a mm, boy, it really magnifies our imperfections and really magnifies the fact that we're just not these perfect creatures that sometimes we think we are. And uh, it's really becoming a lot more apparent to me as we move through these early portions of 2024. But we'll soon have more daylight. We'll soon have more walking time in the evening. And uh, we'll soon have baseball. And uh, who knows, opening day, I might enjoy a cookie with it. Here's hoping you make your peace and thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the gratitude journal podcast. <laughs>